0: I think I got my swagger back. You okay? I'm, I'm great, actually. <laughs>
1: well, good afternoon. You're listening to WQKELP 93.9 FM out of Plattsburgh, New York. I wish you guys could see the studio, as Desmond was uh, up in arms over there as we were getting started.
0: Excited. I'm also very tired. Well, but it's all right.
1: It's all right. So you're listening to your um, typically three o'clock, but we've two upgraded. Hour special. Yeah, listening to a two-hour special sports report here with Desmond and Liam. Desmond, how was your spring break?
0: Boring. I didn't I didn't do much, but I did open up some cards, something we're going to talk about. Not today, because we don't have time for it, but eventually we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get talk to it. about our, our, my crippling uh, card addiction.
1: Yeah, we. Desmond and I had some discussion before the show on that, and that'll be an interesting talking topic for when the sports news cycle dies down a little bit, but dying down is the exact opposite of what happened over spring break. I, I yeah. knew when we left, it may be chaotic with the things with how things were shaping up but i didn't imagine what happened what had happened over spring break which we'll get into what happened the way it did Does that make sense yeah like i
0: just I, I just find it very funny that it was just very kind of outside of the last show where the russell wilson trade happened and yeah. all that it was just very boring yeah and in the moment we can't go back on the show
1: just, just, It just
0: boom 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 it was everything
1: yeah like we we talked like four times literally every day
0: yeah, like because it's day. Day just every moves happening all the time.
1: So let's start, and we normally do: Twinning a tire. Today's crew necks. You have I, your AI. Have
0: my, yep, my Alan Iverson crew neck with a. Uh, I think I have uh, one of my new Miami Heat shirts because uh, someone. Do, uh, I doubt they will ever hear this, but thank yeah. you for whoever donated their entire Miami Heat uh, shirt collection at my local Goodwill because I got <laughs> like six shirts.
1: Good job! I'm wearing a, a crew neck for a, a local business. Shout out to Nephews Milk Calling Company. I stole this from a grad party. Really? Well, all right. So this—I don't want to go into the whole story, but it was my buddy's grad party, and he had all these crew necks, so I took one.
0: That's not a bad. That's not. A bad
1: They're like bad. in a bin in the corner. I was like, don't mind if I do. So I took one.
0: All right. Well, before we're going to start off with the NFL, but before we get into everything that's happened over the week, we're going to go with our the most uh, breaking news, which was going be broke as we were on our way to the show. Yep. Uh Matt Ryan the quarterback for the Falcons, was just traded to the Indianapolis Colts for a, I think it was just the third-round pick in this year's draft. I mean, probably, definitely an upgrade over Carson Wentz, I'd say. Cause, it's it's close. I mean, obviously stats don't say everything, but let me look up Matt Ryan's stats because I I like the Falcons a lot, but I, I will be honest, I did not pay much attention to them this year. Oh, what? Oh, my.
1: Yeah, they weren't very good. They
0: were. They, these are. I mean, obviously, he played behind a pretty bad offensive line. He didn't yeah. have Calvin Ridley most of the year, so it's not entirely. His on only him. target, essentially, was Pitts. Pitts. And, and it was
1: like, his first Russell year without Page. Julio, right? Yes. Yeah, it was. so,
0: I mean, it's not. Obviously, it's not all of his fault, but looking at these stats, are obviously not the most promising things. But I believe behind that offensive line with Michael Pittman, with hopefully T.Y. Hilton Taylor. and Jonathan Taylor, that he can revive his. Uh, What's how old is he? Career got to be thirty six. I was gonna say thirty five. I was about to eight, say he's, right there. he's
1: high thirties.
0: Yeah, I mean, Wrist, I, I,
1: the Colts are just such a. The Colts would have been an infinite from the Russell Wilson trade. I'll put it that way.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I from a Wilson. I like Carson Wentz a lot more than the average Joe, but he definitely didn't play. I don't. Statistically, he played well. Like if you look at his base stats, he played well. But if you watch him play, one moment he'll look like a top quarterback, and the next he'll look like he shouldn't even play in the NFL. Yeah, he
1: is painful to watch.
0: But I mean,
1: and I don't, I'm not, I'm fine with getting rid of them. But they kind of, I'd say they drew an unlucky card at the wrong time. Does that make sense? What do yeah. You know, like, I don't know. They they needed a they needed quarterbacks in seasons where they've had a lot of trouble getting quarterbacks. Like the year where they got Phillip Rivers. That was yeah. The year Andrew they,
0: Luck, Andrew Luck retiring really uh, hurt them, but. What are you gonna do about it? Andrew Luck would probably be a better option. Well, obviously Andrew Luck was the top quarterback in the league at, 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 when he retired. They yeah, pulled the uh,
1: Calvin Johnson.
0: Yeah, but except he, his is more of injury. And yeah. He already had he because I remember he could have went the year before he got drafted and it would have been the number one pick. He still wasn't number one pick, mm-hmm. but he wanted to stay another year because I believe he got his degree in uh, I believe it was architecture at Stanford. So that basically is probably I'm sure that's what he's doing now because it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so you want to get into uh, everything that happened over the week, even though yeah, you got any I, thoughts, I, on, I, final thoughts on the Matt Ryan trade? Good for the Colts, good move, upgrade probably an upgrade at quarterback. Um, this, and as for the Falcons, I'm I'm sorry, fans, I don't know what you're gonna do at quarterback. It's like
1: it's a weird situation where the, I, I think they were kind of stuck between deciding whether they wanted to rebuild or not. Yeah, but only a third round pick. Eesh.
0: It's just it's like what we're going to get into with the Robert Woods trade. It's more of the age and the contract that are bringing his value down more than anything. I'm trying to find when the um, when the Falcons make their first round pick to say if they could take a quarterback. I think they have a high pick. They I'd, must I'd, be. I'd They're assume te- they, they were terrible last there year. You go. Round one, they have the eighth pick. I don't know if I'd want to take a quarterback. That I think high. Pickett,
1: it's, Pickett will still be on the board.
0: No, yeah, I, th- I think I don't know if there is. I don't know. I'm not very high in the quarterbacks in this year, year's draft class, of course, but I, I really I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that maybe they maybe they think that Pickett is the right move at eight. Maybe they think Malik Willis is the right move at eight for what they already have. I'd say if Kenny Pickett's probably the better fit. But I'm still not, I'm not that high on either quarterback. Not too high, at least. I I think that they both have tremendous upside, especially Malik Willis. I think Malik Willis, if everything pans out for him, could be a great quarterback, but I still am not entirely sure if those will, but we'll we'll find out eventually. I haven't
1: watched Matt Ryan enough of reason to be like, oh, it's a good trade, bad trade. I think it'll be interesting to see how it pans out while the Colts are trying to secure a long-term option. We'll get into the Brown situation later, but I thought Baker was a way better option than Matt Ryan. You didn't. Hmm? I thought Baker was a way better option than Matt Ryan. You didn't, for- though. For
0: 'Cause you know what you're getting out of Matt Ryan. Baker you, know you don't know what you're getting. Baker you don't because he could come out and he could play like he did his what was his second year yeah. where he played great, or he could come out and play like he did this year, yeah. where he played terribly. I just think a way no. bigger upside with Baker. And yeah, I think Baker's okay, in a because desperate, uh, desperate. Because, because if new. he if he if he plays well then you're you're getting to get a very good quarterback, but if he doesn't play well, you're gonna be in the same boat as you were with Carson Wentz, where you have a quarterback that's sometimes gonna play very well and sometimes gonna play very terribly. Yeah, I agree. At that point I'd rather take I'd rather take this safer guy because it probably would have taken less picks to
1: get Ryan than it would have taken Baker. Yeah, there's a uh, the Browns have some reason in prioritizing Baker
0: big time, which doesn't really make any sense. I mean, I don't know if you if they can get a first for him, but I I'd assume that a second or third, probably second. I, I don't know. I don't really know what his trade value is because he's young. He still has upside, and but very he, young. Just, he has not been playing very well recently. And that's a problem. So I really, I don't know. I, I don't know what they're gonna, um, what they're gonna do about Baker. Mm. All uh, right, let's start chipping
1: away at all the moves. Hmm? Let's start chipping oh, yeah,
0: away. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we'll start off with. The Amari Cooper trade because it was originally announced that the Falcon or that the Falcons that the Cowboys were looking to release Amari Cooper, but after a couple of days they decided hey we can still trade him so mm-hmm. they ended up trading to the Browns for a twenty twenty two fifth round pick and they swapped their sixth round pick yeah obviously it's not very good for the Cowboys in hindsight because what did they give up they gave up what a first yeah I think they gave like a first and a second I can't entirely remember what they gave up because the trade was a couple of years ago mm-hmm. now. But um, great great move for the Browns, especially with the trade that they made that we're gonna get into uh, a little later. But yeah, he's he's still he's still a top route runner in the league, still a very good receiver. He just has had a uh, combination of injury and at times poor quarterback play from Dak uh, Prescott. I'd say. <laughs> but um, I think it'll work out. I th- I when I read because I was trying to find the trade, I, I guess the Browns restructured his contract, which is obviously a good thing because he's making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But uh, that Yeah, he's still a top, not to interrupt you, but he's still a top receiver in the game. Absolutely. And at the
1: time, which another move we'll get into, I'm sure everyone knows, it seemed like a a little bit of a good situation for Baker, too, because, I I mean, between OBJ and Cooper, I'd say that's pretty much a toss-up. I mean... Because he goes from having, or he would have went from having OBJ to Cooper. I'll
0: say, obviously... Cooper would probably be better than Odell was in the Browns, but a lot of the a lot of Odell's lack of success was sadly due to Baker Mayfield's play. Yep. So we'll see. Obviously, if I mean if Odell keeps playing like he did in the Rams before he went down to the knee injury, he'll probably go back to being a top receiver in the league. But after probably. after the another knee injury, I don't know, which is very sad to say. Mm-hmm. But. Without move on to some of the other moves, where Cole Cole Beasley and Julio Jones were both released. I'll get into the yeah. the one I'm looking at right now a little yeah. later, just because it's a little different than the other ones. Uh, Cole Beasley wasn't really surprising. They signed Von Miller, as I will get yeah. into, to a very, in my in my honest opinion, and the opinion of some others that I don't know, a very bad contract because a player of Von Miller's age, injury history, and uh, at I, I hate to say, but at this point, talent. It's not worth it because they signed him to a six-year, 120 million dollar yeah, deal. I don't like it. So when that contract expires, he's going to be 38 or 39 years old. I, say, I don't like it. He'll be yeah, about, 30, about 38 I, years old. I don't know what you guys,
1: what peop, the people listening to the show were watching, but when I watched the Super Bowl, I was not blown away with Von Miller.
0: No, I mean, he's obviously not where he used to be. If yeah. you, if he magically returns to his old form, that's worth he's worth that contract, but. Yeah, not a very good contract, which made them release Cole Beasley, among other reasons of his uh, opinion on certain things that I'm not going to get into (laughs) that have caused him to become a a bit of a distraction uh, (laughs) off the field. Cole Beasley, man. I mean, I I liked him on the Cowboys, but then he kind of got annoying with everything he started talking about because I really cannot stand when players make their opinions their entire lifestyle, no Uh matter really what it is. But and then on the other side we have Julio Jones. He was also released because he made a lot of money and the Titans didn't really need him anymore. I'm very curious as to where he will sign because he obviously had a lot of in, he dealt with injuries last season. And I think he can go I'm, back curi- being a great yeah, I'm curious where his game's
1: at. Very curious where his game's at I yeah, think
0: I think if he goes to the Packers, he'll he, he'll have a chance of becoming a great receiver again. Ooh, I like that a lot. But I don't know, 'cause it not only it depends on how much money he wants, it depends on if the Packers are willing to spend the money, because who knows how much money they oh have my now. god, the Packers are so cheap. But after what I'm going to get into, they probably I'd assume they have some money, but um, with that I guess I'll jump into that. And yeah. the uh, Devontae Adams trade, the, in my opinion, very bad Devontae Adams trade for the Packers, for the Packers, because the Raiders did not give up much. They gave up, what, the 22nd pick and a second round pick yeah. for arguably the, the best, best receiver, receiver in the, the game. game. I mean, that's pretty bad, if you ask me, because... I mean, we, I'm just we, surprised the market wasn't more for him. That I mean, look look at what DeAndre Hopkins was traded for. Obviously, the Texans are a lot worse of a mm-hmm. franchise than the uh, Packers are, but I don't know. I just I feel like you could you should have gotten at least, if not a, another first, more mid round picks. Like maybe get like a third and fourth next year. I I really don't know. I feel like I just I, I don't like looking at the arguably the best receiver in the game, and you give up a late for. Yeah, late, later first round pick and a second round pick. Let's just just to end up drafting yeah, another receiver. Let's just see what, like I, I guess it, where,
1: where I'm at is it's really confusing the market for receivers. I think that's what you were kind of hinting at there. That's such a w- good comparison to DeAndre Hopkins trade because like look at what they got and then like look at what a, the Amari Cooper trade despite the contract stuff and then the like, and the, the Robert the Robert Wood trade we're and then the yeah too. and then the Juju Smiths are signing like the I think the market line for receivers is not very clear, ever. No. And it makes it really confusing when it comes to trading and signing for them, because yeah. some people, like Juju, get a lot of money, and some people like Devontae Adams aren't as valued as nearly as high they should be. Devontae Adams is, like, top ten. He's pro- arguably the best receiver in the game, probably a top ten player in all of football. He's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I mean, and then, like, I, like, I kind of want the Giants to move on from Darius Slayton, yeah. and I'm sitting here, and I'm looking at Robert Woods, obviously the contract played a big factor in that. He's getting traded for a 6th round pick Amari Cooper, same thing, it's still a contract, but he's getting traded for a 5th round pick. And that really makes me question as to what Darius Slayton's value would be, which is another receiver I can see the Packers picking up. I, I, I'm very questionable on Slayton's skill outside of a deep ball, but, I mean, he still has upside. If he can work on his hands a lot better, I think he could be a pretty good receiver in this league, but he needs to work on his hands because they were very, very, very bad last year, and they really have yeah. never been very good it was just last year when he was kind of forced to be the number one receiver for a while and he did not play very well but i don't know receivers
1: are very confusing and i think i hate to say it as bluntly as i'm going to say this but i think receivers are very what
0: oh i thought it was zadarius smith is visiting minnesota i thought that he signed there
1: oh i think receivers are very replaceable at times is a good way to put it and
0: i think that's why their value is so confusing yeah i mean look at look at the patriots yeah. They went from Wes Welker and Randy Moss to Amendola and Edelman to late round, short white men, and they're fine. An inspiration to well, look who, people like myself. <laughs> well, I mean, look who
1: Mac Jones is throwing to this year.
0: Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, they were Kendrick Bourne. Put them on any other team, they're horrible. Uh, who's the other receiver they had that was pretty good? I, I, I. To wait. I don't know. I, moving on. Um, in other Sorry. news, we'll go over some of the signings. We have uh, Juju Smith-Schuster to the Chiefs. One year, ten million. I think. I think so. Him and Jackson Mahomes can make TikToks. I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. I it, I think it's a very good move for them. I think he'll have have a serviceable role as a second or third guy for behind Tyreek Hill. And depending, that's on all the, Juju is anymore. Yeah. I. It was kind of proven that he's he can't be a number one guy after Antonio Brown left. And but. that's the other
1: thing about receivers too is that. Like, the, their their career longevity is very, very short compared to other positions.
0: I mean, some can be, obviously, you have like someone like Jerry Rice, who played for, like, 20 years and was good for all 20. But, like, then you have guys like Juju, who have one was year. really good. But, again, it just uh, depends on the situation. Because yeah. he had Antonio Brown getting double teamed every time, so he was open. And it's like Darius Slain. Darius Lane had a really good rookie year. Once everyone got injured and he was forced to be the number one guy, gone. He, can, he can't be the number one guy. Not saying it, Darius Slayton should ever be the number one guy in on a team, but it just kind of shows who has the potential to be a, a top receiver and who doesn't. And I think that's what makes Devonte Adams' last
1: three seasons just more impressive in my mind. Is that yeah all, he had he had no other receiver, all he had was Aaron Rodgers, and he put up best of the, some of the best receiving stats in the
0: entire league all yeah. through all three years. So, but in other moves, you have Allen Robinson signing to the Rams. Great move, absolutely. I mean. <laughs> It's not Robert Woods isn't, isn't there anymore, but just the, the combination of Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson alone. Let alone you have guys like Van Jefferson, Odell, who may be coming back. I don't know what his plans are. I think he put out a tweet saying like, "Oh, now this is just more motivation," which, which makes me think he's not coming back. But I really don't know right now. But regardless, how can you not want to go back? Well, I don't think they have the money. Oh, yeah. But I mean, the 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 cap space in the NFL is so weird. Like yeah. Teams are over the cap, but they keep signing guys like like the Packers, mm-hmm. like the Giants, who keep signing, even though they're lower contracts, we're over the cap right now, and we keep signing all these guys. Like we signed Matt Brieta and, a, and some edge rusher today. but Contracts
1: in yeah. football are so, so weird. Because it's
0: all in the guaranteed money. Nothing matters besides the guaranteed no, money. And, they, and the cap hit, and which, they're is, real... which is weird because a player will be getting paid a certain amount, but their cap hit will be different. Yeah. Like, which is something I've never really understood. And the
1: they rele- the releasing the way
0: releasing works is very
1: fishy in my mind.
0: What do you mean? That you can just kind of all right, well, see ya. You know what I'm saying? No, I get that. I mean then you have like what the Eagles did with Fletcher Cox, who they're like, Oh, we don't want to pay you this much, but we'll pay you this much, so we're gonna cut you, give you that money, and then give you a new contract. Yeah. Which is like something you'd do on like Madden. But
1: And then what was the what was the other thing I was thinking? Oh, my God, I'm blanking right now. Uh, oh, restructuring a contract. That does not I happen. like that. No, I, I like do too, that. but that does not happen in any other leagues. No, America.
0: I wish the NBA would do something like that because that would be Like, nice. hey, we're
1: going to back end your,
0: back load your contract so we can sign a bunch of players and then mm-hmm. that'll be fine. That's why I'm glad the Giants did that because that means that I don't have to deal with another year of Nate Solder. Yeah, awesome. But
1: Stafford got extended too if we want to keep talking
0: about the Rams. Yes, he got a very large deal. Well, I mean, I mean rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. He's... I'd say off the top of my mind and off of nothing else, so do not take this very seriously. I'd say he's probably a top ten quarterback in the league. Uh yeah. I'd probably I mean He led the team to a Super
1: Bowl, granted he's Cooper Cup, but Yeah,
0: I mean I can't I'm not really thinking very deep on this right now, but I say he's probably a top ten quarterback in the league. And then not to mention obviously they won That he won them a Super Bowl. Um yeah, I mean it's obviously a very good deal. He's probably gonna, I think they said he's gonna play the rest of his career out there, which I agree. Why wouldn't you not? Like, you go from cold Detroit to warm LA,
1: just weather-wise. That is weather-wise. such an upgrade. That's like, like upgrade. Devontae
0: Adams. You know, the Packers offered him more to stay. You know, he's like, no, like, I don't want to stay in Wisconsin. Let me go to Las Vegas. And I'd i do the same
1: thing. I was kind of hinting, hinting at it when we were talking about this. I don't know if it had to do more with weather or more with team situation. Because, honestly, yeah. I think I'd rather be on the Raiders.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously – Aaron Rodgers is a lot better than Derek Carr but you know Derek Carr, you went to college with Derek Carr you probably have better chemistry than Derek Carr your defense is so much better you have more weapons that will take away pressure from you because they have Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro um, what's the, they have a receiver that I like a lot Brian Edwards I think his name is I like Brian Edwards a lot um, then Josh Jacobs obviously yep. even though Aaron Jones is probably went healthy better than Josh Jacobs when you have all those other weapons it doesn't really matter but, I mean, yeah, I, I'd probably do the same thing. Go play either with one of your buddies. I think he would have bought a house next to Derek Carr and play in a better area. And at this point, who knows, maybe even a better team next year, depending on how the Packers play. But another not, not blown away at the Packers offseason. No, they have not done anything. They've lost more than they've really gained. Yep. I think they re-signed Preston Smith, but they let go of Zedarius Smith. It's like, crazy
1: how, in like literally, not to interrupt you, one month they went from the top of the world to the absolute barrels of the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like they're, going they're into the were still
0: a playoff team. Oh yeah,
1: but going into the playoffs, they were like, it was like oh, Super yeah, Bowl or bust yeah, for them. Yeah. And now, now they're now they're questionable to make a playoff spot.
0: Period. I just don't know how many times Aaron Rodgers is going to run it back. I don't know. I, I don't know why he stayed this year. I don't I think... know what his deal is anymore. Oh, you okay? Yeah. Is that I... the chair. Yeah, I'm I'm in a very old rickety chair, so uh, I apologize for that. I'll probably I'll probably just end up cutting that out of the uh, out of Podcast. the audio when we upload it. But I apologize for those of you who are listening live. This chair we don't have very good chairs in here. No, I I wish we could get some more, but I'm broke. But it's all right. Anyways, move on. Going on. Th- actually, going back to that, if I was Rogers, I still would have gone to San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. I, I still no don't doubt. understand why he did it. And then you have the Packers. Who drafted Jordan Love yeah. to be his replacement and he's going into his third year and he hasn't he is has yet to He's played like one game. Yeah, against the Chiefs and he didn't play terribly but didn't play very well either. Oh but, my goodness. In other moves we have Randy Gregory, uh defensive end for the Cowboys, signing with the Broncos after originally saying he was going to re sign with that was the Cowboys so he weird. backed out. I, I saw something that said they, they added an extra clause that he didn't like, and then he came out apparently and said that Jerry Jones acted in, in bad faith or whatever. I don't know. I really I really don't know.
1: I'm getting so – I don't want to go into a Cowboys rant today because I'm not in the mood. Yeah. I'm getting so sick of the Cowboys. No, rant. I
0: don't blame you. I, I don't like many of the moves they've made. It's Obviously, getting worse like, and worse tra- tra- every year. I saw – was, it was like trading your wide receiver one for your running – because your running back two makes too much money. It's yeah, terrible. exactly. Yeah, I mean –
1: the, the Cowboys are, I'm sorry to interrupt you, the Cowboys are carried by the fact that they are really good at drafting. That's the only yeah, reason they're significant. they've
0: done a really good job recently.
1: They are so good at drafting, that's the only
0: reason they're significant at all. I mean, the only really miss I can think of the last couple of years is, like, Taco Charlton.
1: Oh, and Elaine Vander was kind of a miss. Oh, my God. Yeah, but he,
0: even then, he had, a, he had a solid rookie year, and he's still a really good tackler. He just has things to work on. He you got know? extended, too. Yeah, I, was like, oh, I saw it was, like, a one-year thing. But, like, it could be worse. That's no, I agree.
1: But he's still, like... But you look at their first round picks in the last two years: Micah Parsons, Ceedee Lamb. Wow, and then you add
0: other guys like even then like Dak was a third round pick. Yep, was Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs was a second round
1: pick. Yeah, Trayvon was even a second round pick. Even like the Zeke pick was a good pick. Yeah, Zeke had like a really good.
0: obviously when he was good. Well, when (laughs) his
1: rookie year, Zeke was probably the best running back in the league. Yeah, one of one of the better running back rookie seasons I can remember.
0: Yeah, but um. I don't know. I, I don't like that they gave Demarcus Lawrence that much money. I don't like that they were going to so give Randy overrated. Gregory that much money.
1: And now, Coop, and whenever Parsons gets his contract, it is going to be. It's probably it's going gonna to be, to be, be a, probably uh, gonna become the highest paid defensive player in the league.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know how NFL contracts work because I know obviously in the NBA you can only make a certain amount after your rookie year. Yeah, but in, in the NFL, I don't know if there's any like things stopping you from paying a player. But for the Broncos, great signing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they. Pair him. They now pair, oh, yawning. Yeah, you're they now, they now pair Bradley Chubb, who is very good, but has been dealing with injuries recently, mm-hmm. with Randy Gregory, and then not S- to mention Sertan is on Sertan defense. on defense. You have Justin Simmons on defense, yeah. He's adding to an already very, very good defense. I like to see it. Quarterback. That was a quarterback away team. Now you're just and now. You're, have, now you have the quarterback. There's no
1: excuses for the Broncos to not make the playoffs. I'm telling you. I'm yeah. saying this right they, now. And they, I,
0: need to, and they need to. They need to. Just something This, this is
1: a – they They do have a window. I'm not – they do very much have a window. They're very young. Russell Wilson's only, what, 30 – well, only, but he's, about 32? 32. 32, 33. Yeah, exactly. That. Like, they, he still has many years of – or I would say at least four, three years. Four or of, five years. Yeah, productivity left. You do have a window, but it's – the league's getting better. Yeah. <laughs> we were
0: talking about who we thought was going to win the Super Bowl this season. But, which we'll get into. I yes. guess we can jump into right now, which, I mean, obviously everyone knows about all this, but – Brady's back.
1: Yeah. That's cool. Doesn't It doesn't surprise me at all. I thought his retirement was very fishy from the beginning.
0: I don't know. I mean, if I had to, if I never spent time with my wife and kids and then had to all of a sudden spend time with my wife and kids, I probably couldn't stand it either, so I'd probably want to come back. Yeah, but, like, remember when he first retired and you and I were talking about this? Yeah, Adam because Schefter, and then it came out that he wasn't, and then yeah. it came out that he
1: was. Once that happened, I'm like, this
0: is... It's a little suspicious. I thought it was, at least. I I don't blame you. But, I mean, I'm not going to say I didn't expect it because I wasn't, like, I was definitely surprised when it happened. But, thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, like, that's not the, like, most wild thing I've heard of. And it was
1: such good timing, too. I think Shafter tweeted it. Like, this was his way of saying, like, hey, don't leave to his players.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, because what, not Ryan Jensen. Um, They're one guard that's really good. Retired after Brady retired. Yeah. But.
1: And it'll be interesting to see what Gronk does. That's the move that a lot of people are waiting on. I heard someone the other day go, Oh, Gronk to the
0: Bills. I'm like, If you think Gronk's no, playing. Gronk, with that's Yeah, I saw that. Gronk, if Gronk is not with Brady, he's not playing. But I think yes. he like, was in a barber shop and someone recorded him saying that he's coming back, which doesn't surprise me. He's it's Gronk. Not, yeah. But. He's not playing. The thing with the Bucks, though, is they need to upgrade that offensive line because they lost yes. both their guards. I, I was going to say right now, Alex Kappa signed with the. Bengals, and then uh, I, I don't know why I can't think of their, the, the guard's name right now. I'm blanking, but he all retired, so, no, you have so two. I don't know if they have a first-round pick, but if they do, and if he falls there, I, I take Zion Johnson in a heartbeat. He's someone I want the Giants to take. Mm-hmm. I'm going to regret saying this because I want him to fall to the second round to the Giants, but if he goes to a team like the Bucks, I would not be that mad because I'm a big fan of his. But, I'm a huge,
1: huge, huge fan of the Bucks this year. Huge. Because I think that's a, that's a team that if they had beaten the Rams, probably would have won the Super Bowl in my mind. Yeah, probably. I don't think anyone else was in their way except the Rams. And now you just come back. Maybe not. Oh, uh, you honestly might come back better because now you have Godwin, who got extended. What
0: are you looking at? What are the Rockies doing? What do they do now? They just. I mean, he might be. He might be worth this. I'm obviously not the biggest baseball guy, but obviously they, yeah. they're the team that signed uh, Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant to that something we'll touch on later awful contract yes i'll say that now um they signed ryan mcmahon to a six-year 70 million dollar yeah i don't know what they're doing anymore yeah i mean you don't trade away your best player to sign an identical sign third baseman an identical worst third baseman yeah. for an insane amount of money but we'll, we'll get into that later as we said but uh yeah i mean in other news well i guess we'll touch on what you could say is pro- obviously right now probably the most controversial move, but probably the biggest right now is the deshaun watson trade to the browns can you pull up the details for that i can try I go through this um so obviously i'm sure everyone knows about the deshaun watson incident i'm not going to touch on this live on air if you want my opinions on it you can follow my twitter which is at desmond Novak, d-e-s-m-o-n-d-n-o-v-a-c-k where i've talked multiple times on my opinions on deshaun watson and why i believe that him not even being able to play in the NFL, but him getting that much money is kind of a joke and shows how the league doesn't care, especially with the way his legal trial went down, where it was not proven that he was innocent. It was proven that they did not have enough evidence to convict him, which is something that people need to start talking about more instead of just saying, oh, innocent until proven guilty. Because let's be real here. If 22 people accuse you of the same thing, there is a very, 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 very high chance that at least one of them is telling the truth. Yeah, and, and that's like, all I'll say
1: on that. Yeah, and I don't. I, I agree. We shouldn't go into this at all. We all have our different opinion on it. I, I. I don't know how to feel about it. I know the. If I were the Browns, I think I would have done the trade.
0: Yeah, I mean, in terms of if you ignore everything off the field, I, yeah, obviously you pull that trade off, but. Obviously Do a lot I think it's been...
1: very risky for the Browns? Oh my God! Yeah,
0: yeah. The, they're probably the, one of the most hated teams in the NFL now. I know a lot of people that hate that hated the Browns before them, but now I have even a whole lot more uh, hate for them now. But and they, I, I know they. I think they gave up three firsts. I'm trying to find it. I know they gave up three firsts. I know that. Um, yeah, hey, here we
1: go. Three first-round picks, a 2023 third-round pick, 2024 fourth round pick and, and the, a fifth round pick yeah
0: I mean that's obviously if he plays like he did before it'll be worth that but that's if he that's not only that's he a plays major if because who knows what the NFL is going to do there's still a the chance to suspend him I don't think they will because the NFL is, is the not, NFL is, is the NFL and it has people I don't, don't talk enough I, I, like I said, follow my Twitter if you want to hear my my more of my opinions. People on don't talk Sean Watson. about sorry to interrupt you, but people do not
1: talk about enough how hor- or I guess they do about how horrible the commission Roger Goodell is. Oh uh, yeah, he I, might be
0: worse than Rob Manfred sometimes. No, no, I, I, I hate I hate Goodell. I hate him. He's of my horrible. Heart. But Rob Manfred is legitimately ruining the sport of baseball. I know, but it takes it takes
1: a case like what happened with baseball to reveal bad management. And if something similar were happened in the NFL where there's a lockout, Roger Goodell's inability to lead will be put on absolute oh, display it's just mean, it's just a matter of time in my mind when
0: when you spend josh gordon for years after years after yes. years of doing something that is legal in most states now but yet you will not do any action to someone who more than likely did a horrific thing yeah Well, we'll just look and just look at the that. inconsistency
1: when it comes to Penalties. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like absolutely. The, I, I, we were talking about the Ezekiel Elliott thing earlier. How that, how that went down, and that mm-hmm. was really weird. He got suspended. And, like, even, like, the Tom Brady deflate thing, like, that was never really proven. Yeah, like, that. like
0: something Brady had nothing to do with. He got punished, yeah. two, what, two years in a row, missed the first, what, four games? Yeah,
1: and, he, and it never really got proven either. Like, never really well, got...
0: Well, I, I think it got proven that deflate gate was a thing. I yeah. just, it was never proven that Brady had anything to do with it. It mean, yeah. wasn't Brady. Brady had nothing to do with it. It's just when you're Roger Goodell and you don't know who to blame, you don't know what to do, you go for the biggest, the biggest thing you can, yeah. which is Brady, which is why I don't like Goodell, and I never really have. But it's,
1: let's let's say more. Well, Keep the politics out of it, of course, because this is a family-friendly, yeah. fun time Yeah, this show. is just meant to be lighthearted entertainment, of course. When it comes to a trade, it's a it's a very risky, very very risky trade because whether or not we, we want to admit it, there is a, a major suspension risk for Deshaun Watson that yeah. I, I agree. I don't think not enough people are talking about because yeah. I think it could happen very likely. Um, but even if he doesn't get suspended, I mean, I don't mind it.
0: It's, oh, what? Jameis Winston and the Saints are closing in on a two-year deal for the quarterback to remain in New Orleans. Sweet, good deal. And yeah, thank God, because I, I don't think I could watch uh, Taysom Hill play quarterback for them for a whole season. Yeah, just put him wherever he's better. He can play every position. So put him, put him at tight end. Yeah. Don't even, don't even let him play quarterback. Put no. him in, run wildcat when Winston's out, and just don't let that man play quarterback.
1: No, he's just bad. Don't. So. Back to Deshaun Watson thing, the Browns upgraded. Yes, the the whole way it went down was really really confusing.
0: Yeah, the thing I I will say the thing I don't I think I dislike the most I won't say dislike the most but I really didn't like is when the Browns put out a statement saying how they went through a thorough investigation on yeah. everything. Like okay, one well, not only did Deshaun Watson's lawyer say that no NFL team reached out to him, mm-hmm. but he but to also say that you went through a thorough process but still traded for a man of that stature of that character mm. is a joke to say that you went through a process just to do that but again what are you going to do about it It we all knew it was coming and we all knew it was risky yeah, yeah. I mean I, if it wasn't the Browns the, Fal- the Falcons were about to move in on him the they were Panthers, like the finalists yeah. the Panthers no the Panthers, the Panthers, Panthers Pan- backed out like the day before the trade it was between the Falcons and the Saints yeah. were the last two I and mean, then
1: it was so weird and it goes to how weird he is. Like, he, he, yeah, he had said Falcons, Saints, that's where I'm narrowing it down to. All of a sudden, Wade's just no trade clause, and I'm only going to the Browns. And it happened in, like, two hours.
0: Yeah, because the, I think he originally said he didn't want to go to the Browns. No, the Browns said they weren't yeah. pursuing him, but obviously once Baker requested a trade, which I will get into, the, the, we'll get into that because I actually kind of forgot about that and the whole Baker-Mayfield-Brown situation. But, yeah, I mean... In terms of if I'm a quarterback, I, I, I don't know if I'd rather go to the Browns and the Saints, but Browns have a better offensive line. It's a little more questionable because the, the Saints likely aren't retaining uh, Teron Armstead, yeah. which obviously shapes things up. But, I mean, Jedrick Willis, Joe Petonio, they don't have J.C. Treader anymore. Wyatt Teller, and I can't remember for the life of me who the right tackle is. That's a pretty good offensive line. Nick Chubb, oh, my goodness, they're going to have Kareem Hunt and Deshaun Watson on the same team. That is so bad. Not Nick Chubb, Allen Kamara. No, I'm, I'm talking about the um Oh, the Browns, Browns. sorry. And they're, they're going to have Kareem Hunt and Deshaun Watson on the same team. That is so bad. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones. I mean, obviously the weapons in New Orleans are better, but in terms of offensive line, I'd probably rather go to the Browns and... I the, don't
1: know. I don't know. The Browns... The, my issue with the Browns is what we're about to get into is how they handle the Baker Mayfield situation. Their ability to develop quarterbacks I is absolutely horrible. the
0: Browns. They are, ho-
1: the they are horrible at quarterbacks. And it's because they have a revolving door of head horrible coaches. At like, horrible at everything. They're horrible at everything. The way they develop Baker... I, I just, I, honestly... I, I, I'm probably going to regret saying this on air. I do f- kind of feel bad for Baker Mayfield. He kind of got failed by his own organization.
0: I mean... Here's my thing.
1: They did leave him to die in the Odell situation. Yeah, but you
0: also have to think Baker had a really good situation. Yeah, he, he did. had one of the best offensive lines in the league, one of the best running backs in the league, two great receivers in Landry and Odell. Look at what Odell did when, once he left Baker. Yeah, yeah, it could. I did not watch enough of the Browns' season to tell. It could have been play calling. It could have been lapses of of play from Baker at times, but. I'm not saying know, Baker. I, I say
1: I'm saying I feel bad for Baker. I'm not saying Baker's by any means a good quarterback, Yeah. because at well, he is he is hard to watch at times. But Absolutely. I do think he in a way did get a little bit failed by his coaching staff because yeah. they didn't really like they totally left him to die during that Odell situation. They didn't really go and protect their quarterback at all when Odell's dad's posting stuff. and said they just so got rid of him. That was that hilarious. was hilarious. Probably
0: one of my favorite moments of the season. That was, was hilarious. That,
1: but it was. Very, they they didn't do anything. No. They they, they totally don't. left him. And
0: then and then when he requests a trade and they're like, No, yeah. we're not gonna trade you. Yeah. Like you are such losers yeah. to do that. Like, I don't care about how good the things were around him. Him as a basic human being has the right to not want to play for your garbage organization. Yeah. And he has the right to request a trade. So for you to be like no, we're not going to trade you, and then trade for Deshaun Watson of all people. That just shows me how truly awful that organization is. I've never been a fan of them. I like some well, of their players. I like a lot of their players, actually, but they are not a very. We'll see.
1: We'll see what happens with Baker. I was yeah. confident in the Colts. I was so confident in the Colts.
0: Yeah, that would be a good move for him. But now it's, I don't know. I really don't know. Where no, he's Atlanta's
1: pursuing Marcus Mariota, so. <sighs> And we'll probably pick a quarterback now. So that,
0: yeah, where is he? San Fran, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's probably better than Jimmy, but Trey Lance. Yeah, you don't want to not play Trey. You don't want to try Trey Lance or Jordan Love. I mean, me and my dad have talked about this before. Now, depending on the price, and depending on how Daniel Jones plays, I would not. I know there are several, several Giants fans who are going to disagree with me because I wrote an article. And someone in the comments said something about going to get Baker. And it got a lot of dislikes and not a lot of <laughs> likes. So I know that there are many, 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 many we'll Giants fans who will not agree with me on this. But I would not entirely mind a Baker-Mayfield trade. Depending, obviously, on what we give up, depending on how Daniel Jones plays, and depending on who we have around him next season, will obviously all depend on that. But... If Daniel Jones, even though I think he will, because I'm fully confident that under a new coaching staff with a revamped offensive line, that he will have the potential to be a very good quarterback. We have seen flashes of how good he can be behind a good offensive line, like in the Saints game that I will always bring up, because that shows what he can do behind a good line. Or his rookie year, where even though he made a lot of mistakes, as all rookies do, he played quite well at times because he was behind at least a league average offensive line. Anyways... We'll I, see how I, everything goes down.
1: I like the idea of getting Daniel Jones competition.
0: Yeah, I, I don't mind. I, I like the tie. I didn't like the Tyrod signing at first because it originally it was like a, they said it was like two year seventeen million. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we don't have cap space, so to sign a backup quarterback for that much. But it, then it came out that it was two year eleven mil with the potential to hit seventeen mil based off certain incentives, which is cool. Like I hope be hit him because I, I love Tyrod Taylor a lot. I feel bad for him because he's. Kind of been out on his luck with injuries that have cost him starting jobs first in first in uh, L. A. Even though it's obviously better that Justin Herbert mm-hmm. played and and in in, um, in Houston. Yeah. Again, even as much as I hate to say, it, it's probably better that Dave, a young guy like Davis Mills stepped in because he did play quite well towards the end of the season last year, and apparently they're looking to rebuild around him, which at the time is not the worst idea because no quarterbacks are worth taking. At least right now, yeah. And then if he doesn't pan out, and you, cause they're going to be terrible again. Bryce Love, Bryce Love, but yeah, for right now, we'll see how everything pans out yep. between the Browns and Baker Mayfield and where he could potentially end up going. But yeah, that's all I got. I don't. I mean, there obviously have been other signings like Brandon Scherf to the Jaguars, a player one of the Giants to sign, Lincoln Tomlinson to the Jets, a player one of the Giants to sign. Um uh what else? Marcus Williams to the the Ravens, which is a very good move in my opinion, because their secondary needs a lot of help. Obviously a lot of it is more due to injuries than anything else, but still. Um the Giants, even the Giants, we signed Mark glowinski from the uh Colts. I like the move a lot. He's a very solid NFL guard. He played very, very, very well towards the second half of the season. And if he can even play at at somewhat close to that level, I'll mm. take it because it'll be better than Will Hernandez. It'll be better than Shane Lemieux. And then we sign John Feliciano from the Bills, who I'm not I'm not as high on as everyone else is, but if the Giants decide that they don't want to draft Tyron Linderbaum and they want to go with Feliciano, I'm not going to be entirely opposed. I want I want Tyre Linderbaum. I've said it multiple times, I've read multiple articles about how good I think Tyron Linderbaum will be. I think he's going to be one of the premier offensive linemen in the entire NFL right out of the gate. But if they decide that we have this center who is solid and we don't want to go with the young guy because we need to focus on other groups, other positions, I'm not going to be that mad at it. You know, I, again, I really want Tyron Winterbaum, and I believe that trading back is the best option for the Giants. But if they decide that taking Linderbaum is not the move to do and they want to run Feliciano, then... All right, we'll take it. But I will say that the one thing I like about both the Jaguars and um, and the Jets signing these play- these players, especially the Jets the Jets with Tomlinson, is there is a very good chance that they are not very good. I'll say the the chance of both Neil and uh, Evan Neil and Akemekwano falling to the Giants has risen a, a little bit, especially Akemekwano. Because obviously those are both players I want. I obviously want Evan Neal more, but if he kept McQuarrie who's available, I'll take him in a heartbeat. Because those are probably outside of Tyler Linderbaum, Those are probably the, two, the definitely the two offensive linemen of the highest on. Because after that, there's Charles Cross, who I like, but I'm not nearly as high on him as I am with Cross and or Iguanu uh, uh, and Neal. And then there's uh, Trevor Penning, who I'm I, I hate to say it. I'm really I I don't. Like him as a prospect that much, from what I've seen, which has not been many games because I, I just didn't really want to watch lower tier Division One football because that's also something people need to know that he played in the lower tier of Division One football. That's why his PFF grades are as high as they are. But his footwork looks sloppy. He looks slow. He didn't, from what the couple of the clips I saw during the Senior Bowl, he didn't play too well. I'm just I'm not excited about him because he just I don't know. The, the best thing about this draft class, so deep. It's a very deep, very, very deep draft yeah. class, which is where some a team like the Bucks could benefit, where they need a couple of guards. Boom. Second round, second, third round, uh, what was Ed, Ed Ingram, Zion Johnson. Uh, Le, 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 I hate his name because it's so weird to spell. Le, Lecitus or Lecitus Smith. I, it's one of the two, I think. I don't know. Um, you have those three guys that could be available in the second or third round that Will pr- probably pan out to be very solid offensive linemen, especially Zion Johnson, who is probably in my. If I had to make an offensive lineman power ranking, he'd probably come in fifth or sixth because I'd probably put him behind. Because it obviously goes Linderbaum 1, Neil 2, Iquandu 3, Cross 4, so maybe like six or seven because then I'd go uh, Bernard Bernard Raymond 5. I'm sure I'm forgetting someone. I have my notebook right here, but I'm not reaching over to grab it. But yeah, I'm very I'm I'm very high on Zion Johnson's when I'm trying to get across. I like I he's been very fun for me to watch as I've gone through my scouting evaluation. If you want to read more on these players, you can go to uh men I'm going to self uh shamelessly plug like plug here. I'm going to you can go to gmenhq.com at fansided, and you can uh read my articles. If you go to the about section, you can find me and find all my articles, which for the most part have been draft-oriented for the last, basically since the season ended. Nice. But, uh, do we have anything else in the NFL? I don't
1: think uh, so. The NFL looks a lot different next season. It's <laughs> very exciting. Yeah, I'd say.
0: What oh! A- Khalil Mack. Oh, yeah. Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, yep. the Chargers defense. Revamped. Question for going from questionable to, that's terrifying if I'm a quarterback and I yeah. have to deal with Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack off either side of the edge. That's very... Very terrifying. I like how
1: the AFC West went from one team to now four teams.
0: Yeah, I mean they they were all solid. Like there wasn't really like a bad. Yeah, team. Yeah, the Broncos even they that were. They were well. all close to the playoffs, but now you might have four legitimate Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, with the most questionable right now being and the, the Raiders, Raiders, and they are probably going to win nine to ten games.
1: Yeah, but and that they're going to be a uh, the AFC, which went from being really. I guess adding the extra team in the playoffs is going to benefit a lot this season. Absolutely. But the, the AFC went from being really remember when we were looking at the AFC, Top and heavy. More, yeah, we were like, whoa, they are. But be- now they are really good. The yeah, AFC they are very deep. And conference. then the other move I wanted to touch on too is Teddy Bridgewater went to what Miami. Oh yeah. And then uh, Mitch Trubisky went to Philadelphia, or not Philadelphia Pittsburgh. I'm well, he P-
0: went to Pittsburgh to start, and everyone's saying Bridgewater is there to be the backup. I no, br- didn't Bridgewater go to Miami? Or do you go to? Well, yeah, he went to Miami yeah. to be backup, and now I hate to break this to you, to everyone, he won't be the backup yeah. for long because Tua Tagovailoa, and I really do hate to say this because I was, I, I'm not gonna say I was high on Tua because I don't like quarterbacks from huge schools, mm-hmm. but I I'm not I'm not a believer in Tua. I I watched four Dolphins games this year. Yes, he's had very good moments, but his lack of arm strength really hurts him. Like yeah. It's it's kind of painful to watch him throw a deep ball. And not to mention just the lack of zip on the ball limits him a lot in throwing it, especially throwing it into the end zone. Mm-hmm. But And
1: Lila Collins, Cincinnati, who you kind of were touched on, they really re- revamped their offensive yeah, line. Yeah,
0: I mean, they went from one of the worst. To they, they're they're going to have a good offensive line. They have Jonah Williams, who's very solid enough tackle. Now they have Alex Kappa. I don't know about their left or right guard, but They could draft. Yeah, very just deep draft. Just so everyone
1: knows, Desmond was like a very good offensive lineman in high school. That's why he loves offensive line. I love. I love. He loves the offensive line. That's his favorite position. I
0: love it. I love analyzing it. I love reading about it. I love watching it. I love it. Nearly got recruited to a D two school. I I, I yeah, I was talking to the coach from St. John Fisher, but they didn't. They couldn't really offer me a scholarship, and it's a it's a private school, Mm -hmm. so it's very expensive. So at that point, I'm like, you know what? I'll go up to good so- old SUNY Plattsburgh. And I'll- <laughs> well, now here we are. And now I'm just... So if,
1: if you ever Desmond go on tangents about offensive line,
0: he just I loves, I he love loves the position. I love it. I love it.
1: And this is what ma- that's what makes this draft class so legendary for him is because it's Cause just it's it's so... It's so deep, and that's yeah. what
0: scares me about the Giants, is like I keep saying. I, I, I've made two mock drafts now. I'm working on a third one, in which I've had the Giants taking Zion Johnson. They have the fourth pick in the second round. And the more I look at these teams, like the like the Bucks, like the the Bengals, I don't think, especially with how well Zion Z- Johnson uh, performed at the combine, I do not think he's going to be available at the uh, in the second round because he is very good. And especially like I said after the combine, no chance that he's available in my yeah. opinion, which sucks. But especially again, Bengals. If I'm the Bengals, take him in a heartbeat. The Bengals are in a very good situation. Yeah, they they have a lot of cap space. They have Weak division. Not missing, Not yet, Not well, it could be good. Yeah, maybe. Could be. Depend, it depends on how Mitch plays, depends on how healthy the Ravens are, and it depends yeah. on if how things go in Cleveland. Because they, they could be very top-heavy with, with them being number one. They could be very bad with them be, being number one.
1: I love that... Um, the Bengals went from literally the worst franchise in the league to one of the best in a season, Yeah, I mean, essentially. They,
0: they were making the playoffs in 2015, then fell off and yeah. were very, very bad for four or five years, then, and now they're right back. Yeah. I like that a lot.
1: Uh, and it was awesome seeing them make the Super Bowl.
0: Yep. Uh, anything else?
1: Uh, I think that's on. it for football. We'll be touching on moves and stuff, like going in more. I would say we'll probably go into a lot more detail. I'd like to go more detail about the Tom Brady thing when at some point yeah. in the future. So just keep tuning in and you'll get more stuff on that uh i think we should do a quick break i
0: agree so
1: we'll do a quick break here when we come back we'll hit college basketball and then later in the show we'll talk about the baseball moves been an awesome week of march madness so we're excited to talk about that we'll get back to you soon good afternoon welcome back to your two o'clock sports or two to four o'clock sports report the halfway point of the show we have covered our nfl coverage for the week that we missed. Now let's head into, I'd say, probably the most interesting part of spring break in my mind, sports-wise, March Madness. Yeah, especially in terms of games. We've had, I don't know, every year, I feel like I say, is one of the best March Madness I've ever watched. They're always so oh, good. Oh,
0: regardless of how previous ones have been, this has been They're insane. always
1: great, yeah, though. Last year was great. The year before that was fantastic. The year before that was when Virginia won. Last yep, year was... that was
0: when uh, Michigan State beat Duke. Duke. Great time for me. Oh, that was uh. That was when Cassius I think this Winston is what makes March
1: Madness. Sorry to interrupt you. Is so good is just talking about brackets and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That game I can remember like, is what made me win my bracket. Cassius group. Winston yep. and
0: Xavier Tillman beat Zion R.J. and and uh, Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. And meanwhile, uh, Cassius Winston is in the G League for the Wizards, and and uh, Xavier Xavier Tillman's on the bench for Grizzlies. Still a very solid player, but then you have Zion who, when healthy, is probably an MVP candidate. All- or RJ, who's blooming into an all-star right now. And Cam Reddish, who still has a lot of upside, but has not completely put everything together yet. But even then in college, he was struggling the, a little bit.
1: The Zion rumors to the Knicks are awesome. Oh,
0: I love it. Even I love I it. I shouldn't love it because it's just going to get annoying when it doesn't happen because everyone knows it's not actually going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. The
1: Pelicans would be stupid to trade him.
0: Well, yeah, it, it just it really it depends on if um, – I don't know why. I'm trying to look at, like, the games. Like, I go to ESPN, and, like, I go to their previous games, like, the previous days, and it just tells me that games just haven't happened. Oh, awesome. So, every single bracket is
1: busted for men's and women's. Fun fact.
0: I'm not. not, Oh, there we go. It was, like,
1: after the first day for, I think it was after the, it wasn't after the Kentucky game. It was after, like, a weird game. That was the last one got busted. I know for women, after Creighton upset was it? I think it was Iowa. Iowa, yeah, yeah, that one. That both one
0: Iowa teams crushed
1: lost, crushed the, crushed the both brackets too. Yep. I saw a lot of people having well, I mean the Kentucky upset over
0: Saint Saint Peter's. Yeah. Doug, Doug Eddard. I I love Doug Eddard. He's Doug, hilarious. I know you're not listening to this, but if you do, I love you. I yeah, want you did know that. You're, his it just his smile and his face, just the mustache. They're a good smile. enough though. They that. are
1: legit good enough to to go to the elite eight. I
0: I hope I hope I hope that they make it past this round. If they can at least make the elite eight, I can be happy. I'm already have, very happy with the their team. matchups. Purdue, Ugh. Oh, I don't man. know. how I feel about that anymore. It's rough. I've have, I, have I have. Purdue in the final four. Me too. I I have Purdue in the final four. Yeah. I
1: think Purdue is. I thought Purdue is better. The only team that scares me is. I think it'll all be one seed in the final forks. Which side Villanova in? Because Villanova is really good.
0: Well is a two seed. They are in South. Oof. South region. Who do they play? They'd line them against Arizona,
1: if Arizona was to be Houston, which would be a really, 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 really good game. Yeah, that'll be good. But um So I guess you wanna go just go through um the the Sweet Sixteen teams and talk about each game. Yes. Yeah. So we'll, we'll start from the top. Uh, the twenty fourth. That'd be what Friday. Yes. Yeah. That's Gonzaga. The fir- Gonzaga. Arkansas. Here we go. I'm saying it now. If Gonzaga wins it all, I'm buying a jersey. Because what? Drew Timmy is. I, I knew this was going to happen because if anyone watched Gonzaga in the, the playoffs last year, Drew Timmy just turned into, just turned into God. The yeah, end, it, yeah. He 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 was he was good in the regular season. He was good again in this regular season. But he just turns into like. He goes to a different mode in the playoffs.
0: Drew Timmy is himmy. Yeah, I hate myself for saying that. <laughs>
1: he's he is so good though, no, and his really mustache, good. the celebration where yeah. he does the money. Mu- his his uh,
0: post game interview after they beat uh, whoever they last played was really funny.
1: He's so funny. He's, he's so like trying goofy. really hard not to swear.
0: Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Time. I just
1: I. I, we talked about it earlier. We don't really know. We have a solid answer. If Drew, he probably will get drafted, but if his talents will translate into the NBA, because he's a really good college basketball player. Where
0: yeah, I mean, there's always guys like that. I mean, regardless of wh- whether they're drafted high or not, because you have guys like, you know, Adam Morris and uh, arguably Jim Zion's like that. like that. Yeah, but even then, Zion has Zion when healthy is a top player in the league. He's I guess,
1: but Zion healthy. can't shoot.
0: Yeah, but even then, that hasn't stopped him.
1: Like, Drew Timmy, I think what makes Drew Timmy so good is he's a big, obviously. He's yeah, but the... even
0: then, Zion has the athleticism. Yeah, Drew Timmy has no athleticism. His lack of height and lack of but
1: shooting. Drew Timmy has really good handles for being a big guy. He's yeah, really clever in the paint, I would a say. A lot
0: of things would have to go his way for him to, for me, for him to work out in the NBA.
1: He would have to do some work, but either way, he's trying to win him a chip, and he's he took over that game, Absolutely. Oh, and uh, yeah, whatever. he he went into a, He went into another mode against Memphis, and I think I, I'm saying I said it then. If Gonzaga does win at all, I think that'll be one of their hardest matchups, was against Memphis because Memphis is really yeah. They're really, the game. Yeah, Memphis is a really, really, really good team. They're yeah. really good players, yep. and sometimes we were talking about this. Sometimes in March Madness, one good players is all you really need. Carson Edwards, Cassius. Ca- like yeah, Cassius Cassius, yeah, like um, Jaden. Who's that, that guy? that Miami, has? Hardy. the guy uh, in Miami. You didn't watch a Miami game? No, I did is not. there's a guy in Miami? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm blanking on this. I should know this. Who went? I think is it's,
0: it Mr. McGusty? I'm looking at here.
1: No, uh, who had the most points last night for Miami? McGusty. It might have been him. I don't know.
0: No, it was. I'm seeing a I Wong. Yeah, it was him. Okay. Like McGussie sometimes a
1: land. player going off is all you need. I just the I just can't stop forgetting Carson Edwards. Did, well, wait, um, hang
0: on. Did you see how they lose? Where no. are they? No, they no.
1: are playing UNC.
0: Okay, I was gonna say I haven't, I haven't heard anything. Johnny Drew last Wong season is who you are yes. referring to.
1: Yeah, he had a crazy second half against Auburn. By the way, I'm gonna I hate Auburn now. <laughs> I hate football schools who play in back college basketball. They yeah, call, they Bama, screwed up my bracket. Bama hurt my. bracket. Bama screwed up my bracket. Auburn really screwed up my bracket yesterday. <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: But um. Yeah. So, their, their
1: games? so Gonzaga, Arkansas. I would say Gonzaga. That's a good matchup for them. They should be fine, though. I think, Mem- like I said, Memphis is a really hard game for them. Texas Tech-Duke should be an absolutely fantastic game. Texas Tech's really, really good defensively, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And Duke is really, really good offensively. And Banchero's getting better. He yeah, played well against Manchero Michigan State. He played well against Michigan State. shot well in the free throws. Uh, So... I was watching that game at work. I watched
0: I, the end of that because I didn't think it would be close. I thought it was going to be close beating us.
1: I, and I told you, and I told you this before. I think coaching has a lot to do with college basketball because you said it best that the players aren't the best. Yeah. And we'll we'll touch on what makes college basketball so good, especially this time of year later. But like uh, Michigan, for example, I think Mich- is Michigan. Michigan's like one of the, the second lowest seed that is left. And like just a good coach who has experience in March Madness, I think is enough to kind of will you to, uh, yeah, to good games or into wins. And I think that's what Michigan State situation was. Yeah. Coach K is on his, uh, farewell tour. So watch yeah. out.
0: And then for speaking of Michigan, there's, uh, Michigan and Villanova. Michigan's the 11th seed, but has been playing very well, especially, uh, this is his name I'm thinking of, Dickinson. Their yeah. big Man, he has been phenomenal all tournament. It'll be
1: a good game. Villanova. Good matchup for them.
0: I, I don't like Michigan that much. I think I had them losing in the first or second round. But I could I could see them pulling it off.
1: I do too. They're they're weird. They're
0: they're like a seventeen and fourteen
1: team or something crazy.
0: Nineteen and fourteen, yeah.
1: Yeah, and like eleven seed. Yeah. And just turned it on as soon as the tournament started. Yeah. Weird. Then, That's one of those weird ones. Then the last game. No, there's more games than that. I'm, wait, for
0: Thursday? Oh. No. Oh yeah, I'm talking about Thursday. Okay, my bad. The last game for Thursday is uh number 5 Houston against number 1 Arizona. I want I really want yeah. TCU to win. Yeah, so can... I'm going to kind of root against Arizona here as much as I do like them. Talk about Arizona's strengths cuz you watched most of that game last night. They they have a big man. I cannot fully remember his name, so I'm going to look him up as I speak. Who I mean, the the downfall the, the downfall of TCU was their lack of size. Mm-hmm. They got out-rebounded badly, especially towards the end of the game. But where – this guy right here, C. Coloco, <laughs> this guy <laughs> is ridiculous. Like, he literally, he literally put the game away. He just, like, jumped over someone for a put-back. <laughs> okay, where is he? Hold on. <laughs> I would, I, this is, like, one of those instances I wish you guys could watch because
1: that 20, was – I know what you're talking 28 about.
0: 28 points, points. – 12 rebounds, three blocks, 12 of 13 from the field, and then this other guy, uh, B Matherin, who put up who dropped 30, but uh, eight for 19, so not the best efficiency, but not bad for 3 of them from three, which is not very good, but it really doesn't matter when you have those two compared to, I mean even then TCU 3 320 point scores, but yeah, I mean it was it was a very good game. I will say the refs kind of blew it at the end, in my opinion. There should have been a foul on the steal attempt by on Arizona, and then they went up for a layup, but it was no good. Yeah, but or well, it was good, but it they didn't have enough time. Yeah,
1: I was right after the buzzer, but that was almost a call right there. Wow, it's there.
0: actually crazy because I, I said they got a rebounded, but TCU actually had more rebounds than them. But when it came down to it, they, they got could not get rebounded at the end, especially Three at game. the end. But they were good. I game. think I have Arizona in the fun.
1: finals. Meet you. And I, I know
0: like, I have them in the final four. I
1: have them in the final four. I think I have them in the finals, and I like the way they play. So yeah, having yeah. bigs in March Madness is where it's at. Absolutely. Uh, going to Friday's games. Friday, Friday. Hold on, hold on.
0: I gotta scroll over to that. You got this. Uh, well, I got it. Just is uh my, the internet here gonna work good enough for uh? All right, here we go. Friday we have St. Peter's and Purdue. I'm going to go to St. Peter's, even though I Doug. Doug. Wow, Purdue is. Uh, Thirteen point favorites. Mm-hmm. Look at
1: Purdue's. Purdue has that guy who's like seven two, right? I have no idea. I know they
0: have Jaden Ivey. I don't think he's seven two though. They have. They are tall. I bet. But um, then we have number four Providence against number one Kansas. Uh, Kansas are seven and a half point favorites. I don't know much about either team to really decide who I... Kansas has played
1: well this tournament. They kind of lit up. I mean, it looked like it was only 7.1, but they lit up Creighton. That was like the least close game of the round of 32. Yeah. Um, I think Kansas is pretty much a lock, or pretty much an elite Final Four lock at this point, but we'll see. Yeah, later. I mean,
0: I, obviously, I like Kansas a lot, but then we have the next game, like you mentioned earlier, we have uh, North Carolina and UCLA. UCLA are two-point Favorites. I'm going to go UCLA. I love UCLA. Experience. I, I probably, as sh- much as I shouldn't, because I think North Carolina is very hot right now and they could pull it off. We'll see, though. But I, I for now, I will go UCLA. UCLA
1: crushed St. Mary's. Crushed them. Yeah. They'll they beat they him by almost 20 those. points. And experience, Experience. Drew Timmy, again, or another, psycho back to him. Experience plays a lot. March Madness, they have the identical team as they did last year when they made that, like, Cinderella Final Four run. It's yeah. 16 seed.
0: But um, and then the last game is number eleven Iowa State at number ten Miami. Oh, yeah. Feels like such a
1: boring game.
0: That yeah. I I mean Iowa State. Who they they beat? What number three Wisconsin? Yeah, last they night? beat Wisconsin. They beat. Yeah, that LSU. was. I watched the end of that game. That was a really good game. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go Iowa State this game.
1: I don't know. Miami Miami impressed me a lot last night. No, they sure. ha- they take sure. over games. I
0: don't know. It's very, very sorry. Very evenly matched game is how I'll put it, but. A lot yeah. of good,
1: lot of great games so far. It's been such a fun March Madness. Yeah, oh my god, absolutely!
0: It's been been a good time.
1: So what? It'd be Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight next weekend. Yep, and, the and final then Final Four, and then Final and Four and the championship. It's, I, I hate how March Madness is only like three weeks.
0: Yeah, but the first the first couple of days are always the best because yeah. there are games going on. There's like two all games. Day. Yeah, it's, it's like they an overlap. start at noon and they're on all
1: night. Yeah, and there's an overlap too. There's like three games going on at one point. Yep. But uh,
0: do you have anything else for March Madness?
1: Uh, I think just yeah, I would say keep an eye out who, who's your winner right now, for it all. Yeah,
0: probably Gonzaga if I had to say. Uh-huh. I, I, yeah, probably Gonzaga. Chet Holgrams. Chet Chet and Drew. Are, He's I gonna mean, need to step up though. Yeah, he got Jaden Hardy, really messed him up the last game as much as I hate to say it. I, I mean I like Jaden, I like Jaden Hardy a lot, but Chet, I'm a lot higher on Chet's potential than. Uh, Jaden Harden, even though I both believe they're top 10 possible, obviously. Is Chet am going to go first overall? He could. He could. It'll be him, probably him or Paolo, if I had to guess. I love Paolo. Me too. Chet,
1: Chet's stat lines, we were talking about it earlier, might be the funniest in the league. <laughs> they're literally like 10 points. Oh, and then he has more rebounds and steals some games than he does points. I mean, he's that, I mean, if you've seen a picture of him, he's crazy. We'll see what Gonzaga does. I mean, keep in mind, Gonzaga was almost, almost one at all last year without Chet, added added Chet, and now now they're lethal. Well, they also had Jalen Suggs. I don't know. Suggs, Suggs didn't blow me away last year in the tournament like I thought he would.
0: No, he, yeah. He's not, Besides that buzzer beater shot, of, he was kind of having was, a very – That was ridiculous. I think I was he was kind
1: of like a that. mediocre
0: tournament, if I remember correctly. I, I, I didn't watch much of the tournament last year as much as I hate to admit it, but um, yeah. Uh, is that all? We is that all we have now? We can yeah. move on to
1: move on to so baseball. Our, I believe our last thing of the day will be baseball. We'll just quickly run over the moves.
0: I mean, if we want to extend it, we can hit basketball. Yeah, and we still got to hit NBA. excuse. I me. can. I mean, nothing really crazy's happened besides a couple like one to two things I can get into quick once we get to it. But yeah. Besides that, no, nothing crazy.
1: So we'll go over. Uh, I'm just gonna run over the big signings yesterday. Trevor Story on a 140 million dollar deal to the Red Sox. That move. For the Red Sox, I don't actually really like it for the Red Sox. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm a biased Yankees fan, but it it feels very long for a player who is a little questionable coming out of uh, Colorado. Yeah. I don't. I think the short the shortstop market has inflated him his stats a bit, but we'll see how it pans out for the Red Sox. The Red Sox are so looking so good, but yeah. the Red Sox didn't fix their problem last season, which was pitching. It was not hitting. Yeah. their their problem was pitching the entire season. So they did not deal with that issue at all. In in my mind, they they fixed it by adding a bat, which is like a Yankees thing to do, but whatever. And then the other one was this this one was really weird for me. I, I don't I'm still a little confused on what happened, but basically the number one free agent, Carlos Correa, out of nowhere, at like one in the morning signed a three-year, $105.3 million deal with, with the Twins. With the Twins. If I was, I know I'm a biased Yankees fan, but if I was the Yankees, I don't know why they didn't do this at all because it's it's such a safe deal. I have no clue how he only accepted three years. Well, I don't he know. I gone mean, he could have
0: gotten seven. Maybe that's what he wanted. I don't know. I mean, yeah. maybe the Yankees didn't want to, maybe the Yankees gave him a, a crazy offer. He just wanted to go to Minnesota. I don't know why he'd want to go to Minnesota, but maybe that's just what he such wanted. Such a good deal
1: for them and a team that's kind of, I don't want to say rebuilt, but reloaded and Yeah, I mean they, they
0: traded for what Gary Sanchez, Gio Urshela.
1: Yeah, they have him, and then they they added someone else. Not
0: no, they're I, not a bad team by any means. No, so.
1: they 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 are much more of a contender now. Yeah. Uh, and this one's kind of weird. Nick Castellanos signed in with the, the Phillies. His
0: defense uh, might kill him, but yeah, it's just like it, it to me. It's it, it's very. There are a lot of things that make me questionable because I love Nick Castellanos for one, the meme. Which, do you know the meme I'm, I'm no. referencing? There are two memes in which an announcer said a very horrific thing on live TV and he was apologizing for it. And he was like, you know, just know I'm deeply sorry as Nick Castellanos drive one, drives one deep into left field and it is a 4-0 ball game. <laughs> like, he was, like, po- apologizing and then stopped his apology to announce that. And then there's also, every time Nick Castellanos hits a home run, something horrible happens. <laughs> Like, literally every time he hits a home run, like, someone dies and it's so bad. And it's, like, his his mother actually liked a tweet because on September 11th, he hit a home run. And I'm like, I I, I didn't at him or anything. I literally said, go figure, Castellanos hit a home run today. And his mother liked the tweet. (laughs) Like, his mother even understands the joke. His mother liked your tweet, that's yeah, so cool. No, I, but um but it's just when you look at one, he was he was solid before, uh-huh. but he wasn't obviously at the level he played at last year. But when you bring in the fact that there are people talking about how they use like dead balls or whatever to make more home runs, uh-huh. a contract year, there are a lot of things that make it to where that contract could go wrong, I guess.
1: I it's not to mention it's his five years. His defense, the Phillies have a good outfield They have Bryce Harper, obviously, so it's a little bit of a weird move. Not too Um, much.
0: I mean, if he he does play like he did last year, him and Bryce Harper are going to be a very good combo.
1: I like what ESPN wrote here. Cassianos can really hit, but what are the Phillies doing in the field? Perfect way way to describe it. The other one is that day. It was funny. It It worked out like that. Kenley Jansen signed with the Braves. Kenley Jansen has not been great as of recent, and also the Dodgers who will get into have obviously the best lineup in baseball. Their pitching still a little shaky at times for me, especially their bullpen. Wait, who? The Dodgers. Because they lost they lost that's a big reliever they lost. He, he soaked up a lot of innings. I get bro. that. I mean, yeah, But they're of still they're yeah, still the their best. Star- team in their baseball.
0: starters are ridiculous, so. though.
1: It's I mean, it's it's whatever. The same day that happened Luke Foy got traded to the traded to the Padres. I don't I really care that. anymore. Luke, I I really I can't the Yankees. I, I just I chose really bad teams to like, and I'm just having a really bad year. The Cowboys don't. We've already talked about the Cowboys. I can't stand them. The Yankees. I can't even stand them either. And the Islanders are horrible. But,
0: but, I mean, at least the Mets. Mets haven't made any moves. Well, besides Scherzer, t- of course. No, they they traded for uh, what's his face. Oh yeah, um, from the the A's. A's yeah we'll Bassett Bassett. I yep. like that trade a lot. I do like the Bassett trade a lot. Yeah, but I mean. Yeah, we haven't made any crazy moves, but we also haven't even made moves that made any moves that could blow up in our face. So I'll take it.
1: Yeah, the Mets had a good offseason, but the Mets, the Mets were really bad last year. So yeah, they had yeah. they had a lot of holes and they they patched them
0: a lot of them. But but um, Syndergaard, Syndergaard, I really just said Syndergaard. Degrom, um, Degrom being hurt really hurt us. Yeah. Um, but now we'll have hopefully a healthy Degrom, and Max Scherzer, and Bassett. That's a pretty yeah. nasty rotation. I agree.
1: So then the, the big one was, I, I thought it was one of the biggest freedoms was Freddie Freeman. or I thought I thought he was bigger than Carlos Correa. I agree. I'm what are you giggling that? about?
0: I just, the amount of people that are going to the Dodgers.
1: Yeah, sign so with the Dodgers. I mean, he is an L.A. native. No, I get that. So this is a, weird because the Braves, the Braves are like the Nationals. They went in all in on one year and then it lost literally everybody. Yeah, but at
0: least it worked out. Yeah. You know?
1: And that's kind of what happened, but I mean, yeah, at least they got their chip. But I mean, my, the Dodgers are so good. That
0: is that is like the funny part of the no cap space rule in yeah. baseball. Like that, they they just get teams like that, and they don't even win championships. I mean, the Dodgers have what won what won, won so far? one yeah. in recent years?
1: Yeah, I mean, they're probably online to win another one. I'd hope, and Clayton Kershaw's hope, returning too.
0: I'd hope that they do.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at their. It's to the point now where it's like, who's going to hit one through four? Like, how do you rearrange that order? Because you have, you have four such good hitters. Yeah,
0: I don't even know. I really don't.
1: And then Chris Bryant signed a seven-year deal with the Rockies. I have no clue what they're doing. Trade, traded Aaron Otto just to bring, bring in bring Chris in Bryant.
0: He's worst guy on yep. a lot of a ridiculous yep. amount of money.
1: Whatever. And then the Athletics sent Matt Chapman to the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays might be a serious I, contender.
0: If the Mets did not exist, I would be the biggest Blue Jays fan in the world. Same. I, I love Vlad Guerrero Jr. Love Bo Love Love Bo I was I was a huge Marcus Semien fan. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's with the Rangers now, but still, last year I liked watching them. And then they have – who they had a former – Steven Matz. I think mm-hmm. they had Steven Matz. I don't, I don't know if they still do, but they had him. I,
1: I It's, like, weird for me because I, 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 the, now the, they're a serious uh, World Series <laughs> contender, the Blue Jays. And I, I, it's weird for me because I'm a Yankees fan, but I really love the Blue Jays. I've always loved Bo Bichette, especially since he came in the the league. Keep going, Kyle Schwarber to the Phillies. This is again like part of the Phillies. We don't doesn't really know what's going on there. Um, And then what were the other ones? Oh yeah, the Yankees got back Anthony Rizzo. I actually really like that move. Yeah, me too. And then Matt Olson got sent to the Braves. I wish I would have talked about this move before the Freeman move, but it happened before the Freeman move. It was basically, at that point, it had been narrowed down between the Dodgers and Braves and who were going to sign Freeman. Then the Braves, out of nowhere, trade for Matt Olson, who's the first baser in the Athletics. Yeah. So, and they didn't alert Freeman either that it was happening. So, like, that was, like, a major just stab in the back and twist the wound. Um, I wouldn't want to go back if they did that. No. And then yesterday, Jorge Soler signed to the Marlins. I did. Uh, we're World Series? Yeah, World Series MVP. Good yeah. Good move there. Nelson Cruz signed with the Nationals.
0: I did not know that he's, like, 41. Nelson Cruz is old. I'm a huge Nelson Cruz fan. Because I'm not – I'm – I say I'm above average in my knowledge of baseball. Like, I'm I'm definitely a casual, but I'm not, like, a bad casual. Uh-huh. But, like, I've liked Nelson Cruz for a while. I just did not know yeah, that. Yeah,
1: Nelson Cruz, old. like, randomly turned his career around. Yeah, he was, like,
0: like – he, he. I mean – me and my dad were talking about it. He didn't start playing like in the majors until he's 26.
1: Yeah, and if you look, it was his year with the Twins, I think, a couple of years ago. Like, out of nowhere, just kind of turned his career around, which you love to see. So good yeah. for him for doing that. Uh, and then the whole Josh Donaldson trade, I really don't want to talk about this trade because it just makes me so mad. Really? Yeah, because the, they use, the Twins use the Yankees as a salary dump to yeah. sign Carlos Correa. They dumped Josh Donaldson's salary on the Yankees just so they could sign Carlos Correa. Yeah, but
0: the Yankees must have known that. Correa wasn't coming at that point. I don't know what they they I don't do. Know. I, I mean, you, that's the thing. That's the thing that sucks is no one knows besides the Yankees themselves, and obviously they're not going to release that kind of. And now the
1: Yankees are <laughs> under fire. Did you see about this for the sign stealing thing? No. So that when they got accused, when the Ashers got accused of sign stealing, the Ashers kind of turned. I don't know if it was the Ashers, but they kind of turned. They the t- league kind of turned around and started accusing them of sign stealing, and there was a letter that's going around the ML- i'll just read the espn headline yeah. mlb letter to the yankees about 2017 science stealing allegations to be made public so i think the mlb wrote some letter about their science stealing allegations that got sealed and never was revealed fishy yeah but every team was it it's starting to feel like every team was cheating in some it's kind of it's just facet. like a steroid era yeah Everyone's it was doing some it. kind of facet with the sign stealing stuff i think that nothing was as bad as what the astros were doing yeah um and I think this is starting to answer the question of why the Astros punishment was so mild, because yes. I feel like the MLB was under the impression that something else was going to happen, and this might be another case where something else does happen. In the instance, it would be Joe Girardi who gets under fire for that, because he was a manager of the Yankees at the time. He's now with the Phillies. Yeah. Um, Boone took over the year after that Everyone's year. favorite. Oh, don't even get me started on Aaron Boone. <laughs> so. Going into the season, I'm really, actually, really, really excited for this MLB season, even despite the fact that I can't stand the Yankees, because I'm really excited to see like how the Blue Jays turn out, how the Dodgers turn out. I'm really excited to see if the Giants can bounce back on their really good season last yeah. year. I don't think they can, um, but I'll be very excited to see that and like see what the, how the Braves turn out. And I love to have the Na- I love the Nationals, so, yeah, like just too. little teams like that, how they'll turn out. But it, it's just it's been a really cool off season because. They' not cool, but it's been a very interesting off season I shouldn't say cool. Slope. like the lockout,
0: so dirt on my glasses from from before,
1: oh yeah, we went to the golf driving range today, but it was like a swamp there, so we're all we're both covered in mud um yeah, back to baseball, I wouldn't say a cool off season it's been horrible with the lockout, but the lockout left this really cool stretch where like it was just two or two weeks of just straight moves, yeah, that kind of came to a cap yesterday with the trevor story things. So spring training's up and running now uh my thoughts on the Yankees for anyone who wonders, is, uh, I guess that's a good way to describe it, is writing that noise, of very confused. I think the Yankees are very reliant on bounce-back players who, like, DJ LeMay, Gleyber Torres, players who had really, really mediocre years last year, or really, glaver Torres had a really bad year last yeah. year, and re- counting on them to bounce back is really risky in my mind. And so they have, like, five players who, in my, I can, like, think of five different players who, like, they're counting on just having really good years. Who didn't have good years last year? And that doesn't make any sense. They, they're banking on their prospects a lot. Where, like, they have a really good shortstop prospect yes, coming so up. Yes,
0: that what whom I think Anthony of?
1: Volpe. No, there's oh. another one they have. Oh, uh, Jason Dominguez. He, but he won't be up for a while.
0: Cards are ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Well, he plays in for the price. Yankees.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's because he plays for the Yankees and he's a very hyped up prospect.
1: And the Yankees have like. Oh, another one, Anthony Volpe, I think's his name. He's a shortstop prospect. I think they're banking on him coming up in a year or two and being yeah. really good. But last time they did this was with Gleyber Torres, and Gleyber Torres has not really panned out. Or he's, I guess he's kind of panned out, but he hasn't panned out to the ability that I believe they wanted him to. So I don't like the banking on prospect strategy anymore. Yeah. I really don't like their management. I really don't like their coaching. I really don't like their ownership. I wish they could just burn the team to the ground and start again. Because, like... The, the it starts on the top their owner is so cheap like
0: yeah. they
1: would they sh- they have no excuse for not going out and getting Korea or story in my mind and you have so much money like it doesn't matter yeah. You have the biggest payrolls had the Dodgers. And then Brian Cashman is a horrible GM. And it's, and it's very <laughs> obvious in the fact that, like I said, they got totally used as a salary dump by the Twins. The Twins are hor- a horrible franchise. And then going back to Aaron Boone, don't even get me started on Aaron Boone. He's a horrible, horrible manager who does not know how to deploy a bullpen correctly. And his yeah. lineups doesn't make zero sense at all. I'm pretty sure I can manage baseball better than Aaron Boone at the moment. You sound
0: like me of the Giants. Yeah. Oh, I just
1: <laughs> the Yankees are just like I, I love the Yankees. I I, I really really lo- fell in love with baseball back in 2017 when they came out of nowhere and made that ALCS run. Um, but ever since then, it's just been really painful to watch them. So I guess I get so up in arms about it. But it I should guess. be a very good year of baseball.
0: Yeah. I mean baseball. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. No
1: need to get political.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so next basketball. I don't have much to say about basketball cause it's been very boring. I'll, I'll talk about some of the big things like LeBron yeah. passing, Kareem no. redacted yeah. in in scoring, catching um, up on Kareem is what number I to two. Say. He's now number two all time. Um, uh, yeah, very good for him. Do you follow Barry on Twitter? That
1: guy Barry who always tweets about LeBron. Is
0: it Barry questionable last name? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And he's always yeah. like. Yeah. Michael
1: Jordan. Yeah, because he,
0: yeah, he, he, yeah, he's a troll account. I remember he actually did troll me once, because I think he posted that Ezekiel Elliott was traded. I, I kind of, I believed it for a second. That's when I was new to him. That
1: was so funny. And then, like, um, he always treats, like, treats like LeBron as... Yeah, no, his like, tweets are funny. LeBron, and then he's always, like, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan played against a bunch of plumbers, and now Mike, LeBron's playing against actual basketball <laughs> players. You know, right? Twitter account, right? Yeah, 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 I know what
0: you're thinking but But, um... Yeah, he's now number two all-time. I believe if he averages – if he literally scores 25 points for the next 58 games, he will pass Kareem, which – He's going to pass Kareem. Yeah, obviously he's going to. He said he wants to play until Bronny comes into the league, which is about three years, I think. But, yeah, it's just crazy watching – I mean, I've obviously watched LeBron my entire life. It's definitely nice to watch – arguably the greatest player of all time Mm. you know obviously my dad had it's like the meme. my my grandpa had kareem my dad had jordan i have rj barrett like i have lebron james but speaking of rj barrett i guess i'll move into my next talk i am so sick and tired of julius Randle because he 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 had been picking up his play he'd been playing pretty solid recently and then we we played the jazz last night and he not only did he play terrible but Rudy Gobert, like, walked up to him and was, like, you know, patting him on the back, and Julius, like, started flipping out on him yeah. and then was walking out and then started saying something to the refs. It's like, how many, like, temper tantrums is this guy going to have when he plays bad before he realizes that he is a problem? Forget forget how bad he's playing. I do not want a player with that bad of an attitude on my team, period. Let alone when you see all these clips of him not getting back on transition on defense, playing horrible, like just not paying attention on defense at all, not even paying attention on offense sometimes when the ball's not in his hands. He's become a very selfish player. Yes, he has games where he looks to pass first, but his shot selection has become so bad over the last two years, it was even... I hate to say it, it was bad last year, but his shots were going in, and that's what made it okay. But when they're not going in, he's a very bad player, and he's not good for this team in any way, and people need to realize that. I'm glad that more people have, but it's time to give up with him. It is time to understand that Julius Randle is not good for anyone on this team. He's not good for RJ. He's not good for Obi. He's not good for Quickly, Grimes, McBride. Jericho, if you want to talk about Jericho, he's not good for any of those players. He takes the ball away from them. He does not help them defensively. He does not coach them. He does not even talk to them, especially on the sidelines. I get it's kind of like, okay, like he doesn't have to be in every timeout, but when you are a, just the quote unquote star player of your team and you are not talking to your team during timeout, you're sitting off to the side, that's a problem. But, I mean, RJ Barry is really. Uh, I mean, everyone kind of knows at this point. He's really starting to blossom into a, into a star right now. His defense has been tremendous. It's not as good as it was at the beginning of the year, which was like all defensive caliber, but it's still very, very, very good. His offense has really been ridiculous. He struggles with efficiency every now and then, but it's it's fine at this point. Like, I don't care. I do Is not care. He's only good
1: player, it feels like.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you're the only scorer on the team at times, you're going to struggle to score, especially with how bad he the refs treat him, I will say and I've said it multiple times that there is no player and I will say this again that there is no player in the NBA that is as disrespected in terms of getting to the line as RJ Barrett I, there are so many clips of him literally getting hit out of the air, thrown to the ground, hit in the head hit in the arms, everywhere and he does not get a call he legitimately has to get thrown down at times for him to get a call and it is, it is a joke to me the way the refs treat this kid because he would not only average more points, he'd be way more efficient if the refs would open their eyes and treat him like they do every other player. But, I mean, quickly has been playing great recently. I love to see that. I, I want to see more OB minutes because I'm really getting sick of Julius. I, I He, out of all, like, if we're talking about, like, star players, like, not even really star, but, like, players who are supposed to be the one or two option, I don't think that there are as many players as painful and as bad to watch as Julius. Because when he... You know when he's going to shoot the ball or not because he, he'll he get scored on and be like, oh, I got to come back. So then he'll dribble the ball for 20 seconds and just chuck up either a terrible layup or a step back mid-range at air balls. It's just he, he doesn't... It, it looks mm. like he just doesn't know what he's doing half the time. I'm kind of just getting sick of it. But other uh, news around the NBA, uh, Curry is expected to miss most of the the rest of the regular season after taking a hit from Marcus Smart. Some call it dirty, some call it not. I have really yet to, like, in-depth look at the play, so I can't really give you a a look, but just... when I, I don't ever really look at media, like Stephen A. Smith and ESPN figure. I don't look at them with anything like that. I'd rather look to a guy like Draymond, who said that you know, he said, it's not necessarily a dirty play. It's a, it's a hustle and effort play. But if there's someone on the Celtics that I would expect to do something like that, it would be Marcus Smart, which is exactly what it is. Marcus Smart is by no means a dirty player, but he is a very good defensive player, and he is the heart of that Celtics team. He's a very hustle-oriented player. That's why I like Marcus Smart so much. That's why a lot of Boston fans love Marcus Smart the way they do. And it is... You know that's again he's just the heart of that team. You take him away, that team is very different. Also, while we're talking about the Celtics, shout out Robert Williams. He's become he might be the best like nine and nine player in the league because his defense is truly like special. And I, I like to see that because my cousin Jameson, obviously he's a Celtics fan. I've mentioned him many times in the show. Uh, always talks about Robert Williams because we've had comparisons with him and Mitchell Robinson. I'll say right now. As much as I hate to say, Robert Williams is definitely better than Mitchell Robinson right now. But watching both those guys, both late round picks in the draft, both evolve their games and become better players is something that I've really enjoyed to watch. Or watching over the last couple of years. But yeah, I mean the NBA season's kind of cooling down. I mean there are game you know big games like Cat dropped sixty, Kyrie yeah. dropped sixty, yeah. Sadiq Bay dropped fifty. I could not believe that. Um, it's been a very good scoring week, I'll say that. I mean, I think uh, Luka dropped fifty. Tatum, I th- think dropped fifty. The the, the the month the month of April or April. Wow, March has been very ridiculous in terms of scoring, and I love to see it because obviously scoring is the most exciting part of basketball for most people. And it just it's very nice, even even just like you know, like I said, smaller players like Sadiq Bay dropping fifty. Like no one saw that coming. I love Sadiq Bay. I think he's very good, but if you were to tell me that Sadiq Bay prior to the game would drop fifty, I'd probably laugh at you. In all honesty, but it's been a, it's been a very good week in terms of games. Uh, I haven't watched. I've I watched the Clippers game, the Kings game. I didn't watch a Jazz game. I don't think I watched a game before that for the Knicks. No, I did. I I just I haven't been watching the Knicks games much. I hate to say it. I try to watch most of the games. I, I try to watch every game that I can during the season, but. It's to the point where I just, I don't want to watch Julius Randle anymore. I don't want to watch these Tom Thibodeau lineups with Evan Fournier anymore. I just, I don't want to. It's not, it's not fun. (laughs) It's really not fun to watch sometimes. But, with that, I think that's, that's all I got.
1: Yeah, so, I guess the other thing is, today's the NHL trade deadline. Mm. And it was very disappointing. I mean... I think I, the, I con- the NHL is weirder that the contenders are contenders and the teams that are not contenders are kind of just stuck. Yeah. I know Marc-Andre Fleury got traded, but that's basically the – I think uh, – give me one second. I think there was another move um, that I'm currently blanking on.
0: Here, while well, you look for that, The um, we have two two things I'll talk about quick. The Eagles signed, just signed Zach Pascal. I like him a lot, so I, I hopefully he'll be a good weapon for them. And the players of the week for week 22 of the NBA are Carl Anthony Towns and Jason Tatum. Not surprising, especially Carl. Tatum, I mean, I can't really think of any player that he said deserves it more than him, so I'll say that, yeah. And then Carl Anthony Towns, obviously 60-point game help, and the Timberwolves have been on fire recently, and i love to see that because I'm a huge fan of a lot of players on that team.
1: Uh, it was arterial Leck and then who got uh, traded the Avalanche. So that's another move bolstering one of the best teams in the NHL. So I believe that's all we have today. We appreciate for you tuning into this special edition. Not of the two sport.
0: hours, but about two and a half
1: hours. Yeah, or, or one and a half. One hour. and a half, wow. This is a 90-minute edition 90 of the sports minutes. report. On Wednesday, we'll go back to our three to four time slot. Yep. We'll break down more NFL moves in a little more detail. Pre- I think give a more in-depth preview of college basketball, more NBA, yeah, more in NBA. We're, yeah, we're more into the NBA, more so. baseball, more yeah,
0: everything. We appreciate everyone tuning in for the special edition. Follow our Twitter uh, at Sports Report PLT, I believe I don't think it matters, but the PLT are all capital. Yeah, and then so. there's our Spotify and Twitter. Both links are in the um, Twitter bio, are tw- in the Twitter bio. So we appreciate you tuning in, everyone. Have
1: a blessed night. Have a blessed. Day. We'll see you Wednesday. Have a good one.